Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, June 18th. This is Ryan Wynn with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Multnomah County will start the process of reopening businesses and public life on Friday. Governor Kate Brown gave county leaders permission to start Phase 1 of lifting coronavirus restrictions. Phase 1 guidelines include permitting dine-in restaurant and bar service, letting hair salons and gyms reopen, and allowing people to gather in groups of up to 25 people. Multnomah County businesses have been pushing county leaders to do a limited reopening of the county. The governor has allowed limited reopenings in all other 35 Oregon counties since early June. County leaders say they're urging people to continue to take precautions and say they've implemented additional testing and advisories to try and protect community members of color, who are more likely to be exposed to the novel coronavirus. Multnomah County has not reported key health metrics on its data dashboard beyond the week of May 31st through June 5th, but the data that it did report showed a huge spike of cases among people of color. During that week, people of color were 15 times more likely than their white counterparts to test positive for the virus. Brown also issued an executive order that'll require people in several counties to require face coverings when in grocery stores, pharmacies, and other indoor public spaces. Those counties include Multnomah, Clackamas, Washington, Marion, Polk, Hood River, and Lincoln. The order goes into effect next Wednesday. Portland City Council on Wednesday passed a budget that'll take more than $15 million of its police budget and move it to other city programs. These cuts will disband police units that work in schools, investigate gun violence, and patrol public transit. The council approved the budget in a three-to-one vote. Commissioner Chloe Udaley voted no on the budget, saying that the cuts didn't go far enough. She pointed out how many community members have been calling for cutting the police budget by as much as $50 million. Commissioner Joanne Hardesty voted yes. I want to speak now directly to the people who are outraged that we didn't have the audacity to cut $50 million out of the police budget. Um, I want to be clear that that $50 million number was based on nothing. There was no analysis done. And had there been, I would have been the first one to have actually reviewed the analysis and made a determination about whether the analysis would hold up. She applauded the efforts of thousands of nonviolent protesters out in the streets calling for change. The council will save $4.4 million by backing out of the transit police. The council will also eliminate the Bureau's gun violence reduction team. It'll send $4.8 million to Portland Street Response, a program that has medical technicians and mental health workers respond to 911 calls instead of police. The council will also redirect another $1 million to fund a leadership program for Black residents under 25 years old. This comes after weeks of protests through Portland calling for widespread police and justice system reforms after George Floyd's killing in Minneapolis. Portland's district attorney-elect, Mike Schmidt, said that he's opened the dropping charges against nonviolent protesters once he enters office later this summer. He'll take office after Multnomah County District Attorney Rod Underhill announced Tuesday that he would retire at the end of July. So far, police have arrested more than 275 people in nightly clashes since protests began in Portland about three weeks ago. Many face misdemeanor charges like interfering with police, disorderly conduct, and violating curfew. Before making a decision, Schmidt said that he wants to take a look at how other cities are handling arrests. He pointed to cities like New York and Miami, where district attorneys have dropped prosecutions against some demonstrators. He also wants to talk with other local leaders. So I haven't made any specific policy ideas, but I'm going to be looking really hard at, at what types of cases uh, we're going to be prosecuting uh, going forward from those protests. Schmidt, who was elected in May, ran on a platform of ending what he characterized as a business-as-usual approach to prosecution. 
A new park in Florence is named after one of Oregon's most memorable events. The next time you head to the coast, you'll be able to visit Exploding Whale Memorial Park. On November 12, 1970, engineers devised a way to get rid of a massive sperm whale carcass on the beach. They would use dynamite. But the whale didn't neatly disintegrate like they had thought. Instead, the sperm whale rained down in massive chunks on bystanders and on nearby vehicles. Florence residents gave more than 120 recommendations for the park's name. City project manager Megan Mesmer said the community voted to choose among nine of them. There will be picnic tables, a shelter, and some paths, but no whale carcasses. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.